Welcome to the last episode of Chingasso's Combat Crew 2023. It's the best of, you know how we do. We got all the categories, all the nominees you care about. I got the whole crew here tonight. We got a fully locked and loaded episode. We're ready to go out with a bang for 2023. Boys, how y'all doing? Good, good, man. Can't wait for the new year. New year, new me. Who this? You know, all that shit. Let's see what happens, man. But no, we're excited to talk about what happened in 2023. I uh, can't wait to get into it. What's going on with you, Ant? Ah, man, I'm good. I'm good as usual. Uh, just busy as always. But I'm looking forward to this because I don't even remember 2023. So I'm looking at this like, oh, what happened? What's going on? And looking forward to 2024. It's going to be a whole new year, like you said. Oh, yeah. Gonna, Let's wrap this up. What happened? <laughs> with a big bow on it boys you ready to jump into this i got the first category of the year coming up let all right let's kick it off boys i got first nominees up for fight of the year 2023 i scoured the globe scoured reddit scoured the interwebs for the best fights of the year for 2023 i got four nominees here these were the ones the fights that i thought not only were they like awesome fights to watch but what they meant for their weight division what they meant for their organization and what they meant for their careers of these fighters first up Raw Tang versus Superleg. This was like a mega, mega super fight event. You know what I mean? That one championship put together with two of the best kickboxers on the planet. And it did not let down. It did not disappoint. I'm not sure if everybody got to watch this fight. But again, if you didn't, go check it out. I even did a fight companion for this bad boy. It's one of our most watched videos. Thank (laughs) y'all. Makachev versus Volkanovski part one. Oh, that's right, man. This first one was epic on a scale that like the, the main thing that I, the main, like not only was this a killer fight, but the level of epicness of both fighters fighting at their peak and against each other, man, we never get this done. We always get this done way, way too late. We'll talk a little bit about it when we get to boxing towards the end. Boxing blew this, had this blow up in their face, but UFC got this one right. Finally, how many times have we been waiting for a super fight between two fighters in different weight classes when they're at their peak and we beg and we beg and we beg for it and we never get it. We never get it. We never got GSP Anderson Silva. You know what I mean? But we got this one and we got it twice in one year. That's First true. one I thought definitely was where it was a lot better. Daniel Hooker. Versus Jalen Turner. Mm, Bro, mm. this was a sneaky good one that caught a lot. This was the type of fight that, like, you saw it on the schedule and you're like, yeah, it's going to be a cool fight. Yeah, but yeah. once it got going, you're like, yo, change. If you're not watching this, watch this right now. It's It mm-hmm. was that type of a fight, man. It was that type of a fight. I did not think it was going to be that competitive, man. Yeah, it right? Not, right? Yeah. Nobody yeah. did. Nobody did. And, and lastly... Pantoja Brandon Moreno part three. What oh, a yeah. knocker of a fight, dude. I think that fight could have gone 20 rounds and neither one of them would have given up. Mm-mm. Dude, no. I, I so, want to see it again. Oh, I, dude, I just watched it earlier today. I watched that whole card. because No, is I mean, 
I want to see them fight one more time. Oh, you want to oh. see part four? Okay, yeah. Part four, dude. You might, my friend. You might. Twenty twenty four is coming up. Yeah. So, gentlemen, of these four, what would be your fight of the year for twenty twenty three? For me, uh, I, I gotta say Pantoja Moreno. Pantoja Moreno. All right, cuz what about I, you? I think it's a tie between Pantoja Moreno and the uh, Puditang fight. Puditang. <laughs> That's I would go. Yeah, that's a close one too, man. I, I, I would go with Makachev and Volkanovski one again, just for everything that I said earlier, man. Uh -huh. Just because on like on paper, the two best fighters at their weight division, and one of them was the pound for pound number one fighter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah. I was gonna say, man. I, I you know what? I, I was thinking about that too. But do, do you think what happened in the second fight changes anything? No, no, it completely in your completely mind, it doesn't different. take away in my mind. No, it doesn't take away the, the greatness that this fight was because okay. of the circumstances, you know what I mean? Two week notice, you know what I mean? Whereas in this one, he got a full camp. So, if right. anything, this would justify a three because you could say, like, oh bro, give him a full camp. You know, yeah, not to say yeah. that that's what that, that would make a difference. I think that was the nail in the coffin in the in the, in the second one. I don't think we need to see that again. Maybe uh, later on down the line, if, if uh, maybe in a little while, but not right now, man. Both of those guys got a little bit of work to do in each of their divisions. So uh, I think I chose the other ones because they were it was so much more bloody compared to that one. I mean, that was a great fight. Don't get me wrong, and I think just because the other two were so bloody, I think that's why to me it's like those ones were at the top of my list versus that one, even though it was a great fight. Great fight. And yeah, the definitely. original just bleed dude. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. seriously. <laughs> All right, guys, y'all ready for the next category? Next category, KO of the year. Ooh. These are like, y'all want to see a dead body, bro. Seriously, <laughs> like y'all want to see a dead body, one hitter quitters. Like this is just bury the bodies, bro. Oh, let's see who made the list. I got five nominees, starting ah. with number one. This one hurts me, bro. This yeah, one hurt right, me yeah. like, like watching my boy get knocked out. You know what I'm saying? This is Israel Adesanya versus Alex Pereira part three. And it looked more of the same. You know what I mean? Because Pereira was getting in that ass, bro. Mm -hmm. And then Izzy turned the tables like that in round two. Like, uh-uh, not the day. Not the day. Yeah. So there's one nominee number one. Is he getting that revenge on Pereira? Bryce Mitchell getting oh. fucking murdered <laughs> in a one-shot hitter quitter style fashion by Josh Emmett. Beniel Dariush. Oh getting shot. Dude, this was another oh. bad one, man. This is another Dude. one. Like, I just shot. this one hurt, bro. Uh -huh. Benio Dariush, Armando Sarukian. <laughs> this was yeah. bad, bro. This yeah. Was, holy smokes. Like, Did that happen okay? like in the first round? Like, yeah. It yeah, happened like quick, in the right? first minute or two minutes. I don't yeah, know. Right? It happened yeah. Quick. Yeah, it quick. happened quick. Yeah. Tiny Tom Aspinall oh. beating the brakes oh. off of Sergey Pavlovich, dude. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, like the Bryce Mitchell getting knocked out in one shot. Like, uh -huh. that hurt, dude. That was an ugly knockout. But imagine getting hit one time by this dude. Yeah, right? Imagine oh. if Bryce Mitchell would have got hit by Tom Aspinall. 
he'd still be asleep, bro. Yeah. Uh, Taking a shot by either one of these guys, Sergey or Tom. I mean, the chin's on both of these dudes because both of these dudes took big, big shots before uh, Sergey went down. I was watching this one again I today. I will politely man. say no thank you to all exactly, that. Exactly, bro. Yeah. I'm cool. I'll, I'll catch the next bus. I'll get in the next right. elevator. <laughs> and the last nominee for KO of the year, oh, Sugar yes. Sean O'Malley, knocking out Aljamain Sterling. All right, boys. What was your uh, knockout of the year? O'Malley, Tiny Tom, Armand Sarukian, Josh Emmett, or Al or Israel Izzy Adesanya? Or do you have a nominee of your own All that right. I didn't put up? <clears throat> no, I think I think you got it, man. I think if I'm just gonna go on the knockout alone, just a knockout, just examining that act of knocking somebody out and nothing else, it's gotta be it's gotta be Josh Emmett. Uh, got to be Josh Emmett. The sheer, the the sheer violence of the dude, whole that, thing. That's exactly. I've never seen a scarier knockout in my life. In my life. Bro, you know what? What What was a close second that you reminded me of? Uh, who was that dude that was on Ultimate Fighter? He was on the season when Ronda Rousey was the coach. And he was knocking everybody out. Oh, Remember that dude? Oh, I are can't you remember about his the, name. The Jamaican uh, the dude. Who, yeah, the one who do the like the back kick, and he just yes. fucking. I forgot his name, bro. But remember, they're on the mat. He would the guy scare the died. shit out of people, dude. Too, yeah, man. I remember right. Like, when he knocked that one dude down, he was like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> <He's> all, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was ugly, bro. Uh, so I'm with you, Fonzo. I think if 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 I change this category to the most violent KO. It would definitely be Josh Emmett. Yeah. But for me, because of what was at stake, I'm going with Izzy on this one, bro. Because, like, if he would have lost, like, unfortunately I, I or fortunately, however you want to look at it, you know what I mean? He lost the belt after this one. But he needed this one, bro. He needed this, this one for his own confidence, for his legacy. Otherwise, I mean, bro, there's no... There's no need for we, another one we, after that. We wouldn't we wouldn't be talking about Izzy anymore. If he no, had exactly. lost his fight, that would it, he would have been done. Yeah, but, definitely. yeah. No, you're you're That's absolutely true. right. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna attach all that to the knockout, then yes, this is a lot more significant. But yeah, if you're going on sheer brutality, Josh Emmett. Yeah, I would agree with both of you guys on that one. But I think that the the last one, um, uh, Tiny Tom Espinal. No, this one oh, right here, Malian, Aljo. That one, I think, too, at the same time, kind of like what you were saying, this guy was overlooked completely. All Everyone was overlooking him. They're like, he's going to get smashed. This guy's talking shit the whole time. And then for him to come out and fucking put hands on him like that. And he stepped up him, for sure. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. that I kind of I throw this one in, in there. As my, all right. As That's my cool. That's cool. I like how we all have different di – we're all having different winners, like, in our own minds. You know what I mean? And I think I agree with you in that end because I think this was probably, like, the most enjoyable knockout for me. I think I'm going to say that. Mm -hmm. Like, I like this knockout. Like, this was, like when, – yeah. when it happened, it was, like, joy because I, I, I didn't like to see Aljo win. I'm like, I need to get – I need to have somebody get his ass kicked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh -huh. yeah. This, yeah. Good choice. All right, boys. There it is. All right. Next category. Next category. This is the new one. Water. 
rumors and just fucking good old fashioned cheesement, bro. So I added this category and I'm calling it the MMA what the fuck moments. So these are like <laughs> events that we like. We started in the group chat with the boys. You know, like Fonzo, stop sending us pics of your ball, bro. Check out what the fuck is going on over here. Can't stop him. I got four nominees here. Let's check it out. MMA, what the fuck moments. You know we got to go with this one first, bros. MMA guru versus the Machados. <laughs> bro, MMA guru just pulled the sheets on... On Ian Gary, Ian Gary thought he was just gonna roll through life with all these pendejadas all on his on his shoulder on his sleeve for the world to see, and no one was ever gonna say anything. And MMA Guru was like, "Bro, you got a fucking booger on your hand. Oh, uh, you know what? You got you stepped in dog shit." And then Ian Gary's like, "Hey, you can't say that out loud." <laughs> so it's kind of like that, bro. Uh, okay. MMA Guru under attack. <laughs> Next MMA, oh. what the fuck moment? How about this? This just happened a couple weeks ago. Sean yeah. Strickland, DDP, throwing down at UFC 296. What the hell? I, you know what? I think this is scripted, fool. It had to be scripted. There's no way that this was fucking legit. This this makes me see. It makes me think that it's more like WWE stuff. I don't know, man. I think they're just so close to each other. But that's what they always do. You know what I mean? Like, when have you ever seen fighters somewhere else when there's no fighters around? Like, they always put them together. What I'm saying, what I'm saying was them putting them that close together was for sure on purpose. But the fight, Sean Strickland telling people to move out of the way, that was completely like I don't know, man. If you if you look look at the if you look at a clip again. Sean Strickland's putazos seem like WWE putazos. They don't seem like real putazos. The first one seemed dumb. Like he was just like he, you know what I mean? But Sean Strickland's not smart enough to come up with something like this. This is definitely going to sell hella pay-per-views. The other thing I was going to say, that's Durinho's kid. Did you know that? Yeah. That's Durinho's family. That's his wife. Yeah. 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 I didn't know that. All right. Next, what the fuck moment. The beginning of the year, Dana White slapping his wife in Mexico, and then he officially launches power slap. That was a launch. Awful, bro. Awful. And then the last moment of the year, (laughs) Alexa Grasso, 10-8, round five. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that one. All right. So (laughs) what was your what-the-fuck moment of 2023? Like I would I, say this this 10-8 was like it was a what the fuck moment, but it was almost like um like, like we've really seen this before. This really could have fucked shit up because this is like boxing bullshit. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you we've also I mean? seen this shit before. But not at this stake, not in a championship fight, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they can do this on a prelim fight, they can do this on a on a main, even a main event of a fight night pass, a fight night card. But you can't do this on a championship fight if you're trying to be legitimate. If you're just like, hey, you know what? We're going to put Sean Strickland and DDP together, and we're going to make him fight. And then you're going to follow this script. Or, uh, hey, you know what? We're going to have this person be the champ because they're more popular. Or You know what I mean? Like, nah, that's that's when people start to get upset. You know what I mean? When people start 
cutting the line and they start making matchups that don't make sense. Luckily for the UFC, a lot of the gambles have paid off, but some of them have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I would my MMA what the fuck moment would probably be Dana White starting power slap after what ended up happening. Like to me, that was just like, bro, if we're going to do that, we're going to do that. We're going to pretend like nothing happened. Then whatever happens from here on out, like you can't really say shit about. And that's what we've been seeing. Like they, they just keep ramping it up and ramping it up and ramping it up. There's no, there's no honor. There's no, not to say that that's what the UFC was based off of. You know what I mean? But like, if mm-hmm. you think of, if you go back to what combat sports originated, everything originated from boxing and boxing for a lot of people was considered like a, even though they're beating the shit out of each other, it was always like a gentleman's sport, like mm-hmm. a gentleman's agreement where you're not going to say, you don't really need to say anything because you're going to fight. And you let your fighting speak for itself. Whereas now we got like people talking about each other's deceased family members. You got people bringing up traumatic childhood uh, tragedies. Just It's just constantly crossing the line. And it's becoming like WWF at some, at some times, you know? So makes me feel bad wow. for even having this category. But that's for sure my what the fuck moment. Dana White, what about you guys? I got to say that that's it. The slap. But it's not just the, the, like the, his slap, the slapping his wife. I mean, yes, that's part of it. But just him continuing to promote, promote power slap. That, to me, continues to be a what-the-fuck moment. Like the audacity. Like, how dare you, bro? And how dare you use UFC to promote power slap? I don't know. There was a lot of, like, what-the-fuck moments like that when that dude got kicked in the balls and everyone was like, uh, he oh, got kicked in the thigh, yeah, and then all yeah. of a sudden he was like, true. "My balls exploded." He kicked me in the dick. I don't know. And, he was, <laughs> and then he got escorted, and everyone's like, "What the fuck just?" And the ref happened? kept telling me that he didn't. He's like, "No, you didn't get kicked in the balls." And he goes, "Yeah." Like, oh, was it the doctor? Kicked. Didn't the yeah, doctor the, tell him that, or was yeah, it the, the doctor? Ref? Yeah, oh, the, yeah, it was a doctor. Doctor's it like, was a doctor. Yeah. Doctor's like, yeah. I've seen plenty of dicks, and you didn't get kicked <laughs> in, my friend. <laughs> 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 all right so, I, so i'm gonna say that was my what the fuck moment right there all right in the <laughs> dick all right yeah. next category gentlemen event of the year bellator pfl but good lord man it's hard to not put all the UFC, like there are so many UFC events that I want to put on here because they just kept cranking them out and cranking them out. Not to say that they didn't lay some fat eggs, man, because they did. But uh, I got, let me see, one, two, three, four, five categories here, my friends. UFC right. 290. I just watched this mm. one yesterday. Main event, Alexander Volkanovsky, Yair Rodriguez. Co-main event, we talked about a little while ago, Brandon Moreno, Alexandre Pantoja, part three. Robert Whitaker, DDP, uh, Jalen Turner versus Dan Hooker, Bo Nickel, Val Woodburn. And then look at those prelims, bro. Remember Robbie Lawler, Nico Price? Oh, yeah. Dude, that was Robbie Lawler's retirement fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tatsudo Chida taking on our boy, Edgar Chidas. How to get Gomes, bro. Remember that? How to get versus Gomes fight? Oh, yeah. That oh, was, yeah. Dude, that, yeah. that. Girl, Gomes just freaking launched on how to be like a pit bull on a chihuahua, bro. Yeah. And then that Jimmy Crew, Alonzo Menafield, bro. Pss, 
This was a sick ass card. Yeah. UFC 285, the return of John Jones. John Jones took on Cyril Gone. Co-main event, Cousin Ant's fave. Alexa right. Grasso getting that strap from Valentina Shevchenko. Bo Nickel <laughs> yep. took on this picket dude. It got beat up. Uh, Matthias Gamrot, Jalen Turner, Jeff Neal, and Shafkat Rachmanov. You guys remember that? Dude, Jeff Neal went almost three rounds with him before he got subbed. But they yeah. were going back and forth, like Aaliyah used to say. What about fucking Garbrandt and Jones? Dude, that was an amazing fight. I don't remember that one. Were they yeah, neither did I. Forth? Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> I just remember Cody's last fight, but I don't remember that one. Right? Uh, what about this one, dude? This one was a banger strictly for the violence that was displayed on this card. BKFC main event, Mike Perry beating the brakes off of Luke Rockhold, dude. And then the like four teeth. Yeah, dude, remember that? He freaking oh, put, a, put a suspension to uh, Luke's modeling career there for a while. Oh. Damn. And then Chad Mendes, Eddie Alvarez, dude, that was a slobber knocker, man. Those That's what two I remember you saying that, yeah. Were going at it. And then the ladies, dude, that Christine Ferreira, Beck Rawlings, they had to have a rematch mm. because that was the one where the doctor stopped it. Oh. And then uh, Josh Copeland, Ben Rothwell, that was a burner, bro. Burner. Mm. This one went down a couple weeks ago. This was a boxing event. Like, it, it was amazing for the matter for the amount of talent that they put on this card dude they had bevel on here anthony joshua on here deontay wilder uh dude just so many fighters and so much was at stake here because the co-main event and main event need it a certain result so that they could set up a super fight and this is what i'm talking about it fucking blew up so Deontay Wilder ended up losing to, I think the guy's name was Joseph Parker. Yeah. And uh, Anthony Joshua ended up beating Waylon. But, hey, now we're not going to see Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder. But, oh, well, this was still a killer uh, event. If you have, if you can somehow manage a way to watch this, hella knockouts and big-ass dudes, man. Big-ass dudes. Here's a jiu-jitsu event that I threw on because everyone's always saying, ah, jiu-jitsu's boring. There's no submissions, bro. Watch Nogi. Watch UFC Fight Pass. Specifically, UFC Fight Pass 5. How many subs did we have on that card? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven subs, including the main event. How many times can you say that about any type of event, dude? Let's just talk about some of the matchups on this card. Mason Fowler taking on Haisam Rita, bro. That was like David versus Goliath. Mm. And Mason mm. got the sub. Nikki mm -hmm. Rod versus Yuri Samoz. That one didn't end in a sub, but it was two behemoths of grapplers going at it, bro. Going at it. And then Nicholas Mergali beating the snot out of Philippe, making him give up. That's right. Again. Yeah. So what was your event mm. of the year for 2023 or is there one that i didn't mention that you'd like to add i feel like there It'll was be ufc 290 for me dude bro i already watched this card two times in this just, in the last three days i've watched this two times because it's that good dude 
Tatsuro yeah. Chaitis and, and, and freaking Edgar Chaitis, bro. Dude, yeah. that was Edgar's first fight in the UFC, and they threw him up against a monster, and he freaking did better than good. He did so good. I honestly thought he could have had a chance to win that fight going into the third round. If Me he would have kept it on the feet, I think he would have won, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And but you know, just, even when they were on the ground, he didn't, you know, uh led, wasn't was, even doing a whole lot. No, he was just yeah. laying and praying. So yeah, yeah, I mean it was just a control time that ended up winning him the fight. Yeah, really good fight, man. And then GDP beating the brakes off of Robert Whitaker. Dude, who who uh, saw that? Yeah, we did it. Yeah. yeah. What about you, cuz? Uh, you know, I'm going with 285. Going 285. 285, right on. Yeah. All right. I wonder yeah. why. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> All right. Next category. Check it out. Uh 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 oh. New kid on the block 2023. These are up and these are not hey, what's your fight as posters. <laughs> Cousin Ant's room <laughs> on, on Frank Ceiling. Oh, wait, no, that was in sync. <laughs> All right, so what I got here, I compiled the list of fighters that may have fought in the UFC before this last year, but 2023 was when they definitely made a splash and let everyone know that you know what? I'm here for a long time, baby. Starting it off, I got. Five new kids on the block. Check it out. Edgar Puro Chicali Chides, bro. You know we had to throw this guy up mm. on there, man. Got a fight coming up early quarter one. Can't wait to see what you're going to do, bro. Bo oh. Nickel. Yo, Dana mm. White was like, you need more experience. And then he just let him in one fight later. Whatever. <laughs> 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 bro, what about this? Diego, oh. worst tattoo yeah. in the UFC Lopes. Uh, Peyton, the Matrix Talbot. This kid is crazy, man. Michael Morales. Oh, oh yeah, Michael yeah. Morales. Michael Morales, bro. Uh -huh. This guy is gonna be like this guy blossomed late in the UFC 2023 year, but I bet you we're gonna see a whole lot more of him coming yeah. up, guys. So there they are. New kids on the block: Michael Morales, Peyton Talbot, Diego Lopes, Bo Nickel. And Edgar Puro Chicali Chaires. Gentlemen, you know who I'm going with. I'm going Puro Chicali, bro. Because you know why? Like, Bo Nickel, dude, he's a freaking 17-time NCAA national champ or whatever the <laughs> shit. Of course he's going to be good, dude. Of course he's going to be good. Diego Lopes, he's already a sick-ass coach, dude. Peyton Talbot, dude, this guy is going to be something, dude. Michael Morales, I haven't seen enough of him, but he's popping up on my radar. But I got to go with Edgar, dude, just for the – just because we need Tijuana fighters, bro. And he brings that Mexican badass spirit that, like, never say die, never going to give up, bro. That's my new kid on the block, Edgar Chaitis. What about you guys? Sold. It's hard. It's hard, man. It's hard. Um I, I agree, man. I agree. It's got to be Burchicali. Although my close second is going to be Diego Lopes because I think yeah, he's, yes, he's going yes. the distance mm. for sure. But I think, you know what I mean? For right now, man, I just it sucks that the UFC has, you know, not been able to, to 
put on a good show for uh, for Chidas because you know what I mean. He got screwed out of the like was it two fights already. Yep. He's, you know, one of them because he didn't miss weight. And one of the them because ref, the ref yeah. issue. Yep. Right. And then and the I'm, other one because UFC didn't send that boy send that dude his Valtrex. What the yeah. Bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, we, we, it's, too, it's too bad we haven't seen more of them this year. So, I'm definitely excited that, you know, we're going to be able to put some abreve on that shit. As soon as you feel <laughs> that shit coming on, man, come on. Messing up with their boys' payday over here. All right, guys, I created this next category specifically for us because once we changed the name from JJC2C to Chingasso's Combat Crew, I felt like we took on a new persona. Like we're not just specifically talking fights. We're talking about ass whoopings. Like chingasos means like beatdowns, bro. That's what we're all about. And that's what we want to bring to the table. You know what I mean? Things that are going to entertain you from all corners of the globe, all types of fighting styles. And I'm calling this category the putasos of the year 2023. These aren't like your normal everyday one hitter quitters, uh, nice combos. These are like just fucking straight up beatdowns from bell to bell. Like, yo, bro, I'm gonna take you to the back of the woodshed and I'm gonna beat the brakes off of you. Let's go. I got five nominees. Check this out. You guys ever heard of Edgar Tabares? I think on the show. Edgar Tabares has only been knocked out by every single fighter he's ever <laughs> faced, bro. <laughs> you want to see Putasos? Go watch Edgar Tabares. <laughs> Mike Perry versus Eddie Alvarez, BKFC oh. 56. This oh, was a beat down from bell to bell, bro. I don't, mm. I don't remember if this went. I think this only went two rounds, and then uh, Alvarez did not want to come out for round three. So that was a straight up definition of putasos, bro. Mm. Dude, Mike Alexander, Perry is killing it in BK. Yeah, he is, man. He's got a resurgence of his career over there, bro. Yeah. What about this one, man? Alexander Volkanovsky mm. beating the shit yeah. out of Yair Rodriguez. Yeah, that was bad. This one was bad, man. This one was, was like, oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, definitely, right? This was like when the blue belt pisses off coach. <laughs> <laughs> or is this like the blue belt pissing off coach Ilya Tuporia, oh. Josh Emmett mm. dude yeah, that was man. a killer mm. I think I got one more yes Bo Nickel Val Woodburn he what Val Woodburn not here for a long time only here for a good time and that's a good time. With like, I was going to say, it doesn't seem like a good time, but all right. All right. It was good. It was a good time for everyone watching. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right. So what would you guys give your putazos of the year 2023? Bro, I'm man. giving it Mike Perry, Eddie Alvarez. Yeah, I was going to say. That was my yeah. choice, man. Just yeah. Unanimous? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Dude, to yes. make somebody want to quit and not and not come back come back out. Round, yeah. Bro, not only not only did he make a fighter quit in BKFC. Not only did he make a former champ. lightweight champ of the UFC quit. He made the king of the underground quit. Like Eddie Alvarez is that motherfucker 
of all motherfuckers. And he was like, yo, bro, I'm done. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that has to be my putasos of the year, bro. Yeah, he, he also did that to him afterwards. Luke yes. Rockhold, though, right? He did, dude. Like every one of his fights is a putasso of the year. Ah. Technically, yeah. All right, you guys ready for next category? Taking Still it back ready. to jujitsu. Submission of the year okay. 2023. I got four nominees. Let's go. There you go, cuz Lexa Grasso versus Valentina Shevchenko. We're gonna yeah, just start was- calling. We're gonna start calling that move with the rear naked over the chin, the Grasso. Uh, so this was the unleashing fantastic. of the Grasso. Diego Lopes yeah. versus Gavin Tucker. Remember this one? Mm, this is oh, like that oh. triangle, and then he arm freaking bar. flipped him yeah, over and bar, turned yeah. it into the armbar. Mm. Oh god, that hurt. That looked like it hurt. Still hurts. I bet you guys haven't seen this one. Check this one out. This was from some organization that I've never heard of, but. You never see these, bro. You never see these. Lewis Glisman versus Melvin Van Suijam. MBS shoves it back inside. Still in what you guys think about Omoplatas? Check this position. out. 10 seconds left in this first. Dude, round. he on the other side, but it's not even oh, locked in. Oh, oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, oh. He spun out of it the first time, and then he yeah. spun again. That's why, like, look, he was- I think I've only seen like two omoplatas in, in my life in MMA. One of them was in Pride, long ass time. And I think those are the only two, dude. Yeah, killer, bro. Killer. All right, how about this? Damone Blackshear getting the twister. Oh, the twister, on yeah. Johnson. This uh-huh. one was sick, bro. This one was killer. I got a clip of it, but it's just barely at the end. Check it out. Damone Blackshear hitting the twister. There it is. All right, gentlemen. What's your nominee? What's your pick? I'm going to have to go with the Omoplata just because you don't see him. Just because you don't see him. Yeah. Yeah, I got to say the Omoplata. That was impressive. Yeah. That was impressive. I'm kind of torn, man. I'm torn between... Yeah, exactly, man. I'm torn between the Oma and the uh, Twister, mm, just because, yes. bro, you never see them. You never see yeah. one. So, but I feel like you. Back- I've seen. I've seen more attempts at this one, especially early on UFC. I've seen more attempts at this one versus the Uma Plata. You don't really see that. I don't know. You've only seen like, I think is it's the second, the second Twister or the third Twister. It so actually it's almost worked. the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So I'm I'm gonna go with Damone Blackshear with the twister just because it's fucking painful as mm. fuck. Mm. All right. Next category. This is the metal metal pistolero of the year, also known as fighter of the year. These are fighters that made a statement in 2023, winning championships and kicking ass. You know we gotta throw the boy up on there. Deshaun Strickland, bro. Mm-hmm. Started the year off, everyone thought, like, who's this fucking trailer trash piece of shit motherfucker? And then he ends 2023 being a hero and a fucking champ, man. Mm-hmm. Is I, was, I think I was the only one out of the three of us that said he was going to win that one. Yeah, Sunshine on every dog's ass one day. <laughs> right? <laughs> Islam Mahakachev. Ah. Stamp Fairtex. Alexa Grasso, Alex Pereira, 
Those are my nominees for Mero Mero Pistolero. So Alex started the year as a champ in one weight class and is mm-hmm. ending the year as a champ in a different weight class. So he didn't start the year off on a good start, but he's ending it on a good foot. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I got to go All with guys. Alex Pereira. Alex, who yeah, are you going here's with? My, here's my reasoning. All right, go my, for it. My, Let us know, my, my reasoning is full Alex Pereira would never, ever have been in the UFC should uh, Izzy never have talked shit about him. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason he came to UFC is because he heard the Izzy talk shit. And he's like, yeah, this dude is in a bar talking about how you beat me once. And he's like, all right, bet. Fucking took off, whooped his ass, took his belt, then got his ass whooped. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to be a freaking light heavyweight champ. So, dude, that that in itself is fucking just amazing. The fact that he just Story did book just by one fool. That's a movie, bro. It is a movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my that's my pick. They should and in the movie they should have Alex like changing the like putting spark plugs in a car and then the TV's on and then his home his at home he's like, "Hey, didn't you beat that guy one time?" He's like, "Hey, fool, pass me the tool." And then he's like and then he he passes him a cat or something. He's like, "No, fool, the other pinche herramienta, come on." Yeah. All right, cuz who's your fighter of the year? Uh, I'm going to have to say Strickland. I'm going to say Strickland. Strickland. Oh. It's because he was a super Dude. underdog. Nobody expected him to win. And he just went off full of motion. He, like, willed that shit to, to happen. And he didn't give a fuck. He just kept going and going. Even when you're just like, – when he mentally broke that guy in that fight, that was just like, whoa. That dude was just – fuck. Yeah, he was done. I don't, and I think he just went home. I don't know if he even he went home thinking about it. Like he was just broken. He's Nothing probably still thinking do. about it, right? Well, he yeah. remember he he was he said he, he made him retire for like three years. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, he didn't even do the quit, press bro. conference. Remember? Yeah, yeah. He, yep. he didn't even yep. do the press conference afterwards. He was yep. just still just yep. what the fuck just happened? Yeah, that fool was uh-huh. taking a shower. He uh-huh. just went and started like walking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna side. I'm gonna go with you, cause I'm gonna go with Sean Strickland, not only for what he did inside the cage, but for what he did outside of the cage, dude. Like uh-huh. he's trying to normalize trauma, like not normalize trauma, but like, hey, he's trying to say, like, if you got it, don't hide it, just let uh-huh. it all out, and don't worry about it, man. You'll get through it, kind of like. So uh-huh. he's he's more of a hero, like. To fight fans, but to people mm-hmm. that aren't even fight fans, I'm, I yeah. would imagine. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you got somebody like that in your corner, you know what I mean? Like, that's the mm-hmm. type of person that can make people, that can change people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if he can go through it, you know, maybe I'm not saying that you can go through it or you have to mm-hmm. go through it, but it, it gives hope out to everybody, to people that suffer through things like that. And and, yeah. I, and I can ride with that. I can definitely ride with that. But every person on this list should get a metal metal pistolero of the year for sure, man. Uh-huh. All right, guys. Sticking on with the theme of the pistolero, this one's going out to the jujiteros out there. Jujitero of the year 2023. It was an okay. off year because it's not an ADCC year, but it's starting to heat up because starting yeah. to heat up. So yeah. I got four jujiteros of the year here. I'm gonna kick it off with a new kid on the block, bro. Dorian. Oliveras. Have you guys heard of this kid? 
He's yeah. only 17, mm-hmm. and I think he was a blue belt at the time. And then he freaking won ADCC East Coast Trials as that, a 17 yeah. year old. And mm-hmm. he won the Bantamweight Combat World Jiu Jitsu Championships, bro. He's oh, fucking not a kid. This is a grown man in a uh, little kid body. This kid is a stud, dude. Peep the name. Remember the name, Dorian uh, Olivares. He's going to make a splash in 2024 because he's going to the dance, y'all. Where's he? Who does he fight with? Who does he train with? Or what, what camp? He's not, he, uh, he's with B team. B team. Okay. He's all not right. with B team all the time, but he does mm-hmm. do like that's the big team that he's attached to. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Marigali, mm, rocking yeah. and rolling ever since last year, but he's doing mm-hmm. it again in the gi and in no gi. Yeah. UFC Fight Pass, got you. IBJJF GP, got you. Give me that crown, dog. Give me that mm-hmm. crown. Bro, Joseph Chen, B-team member. This kid is, I've been talking about this guy for a while, but now every time this guy steps on the mat, everyone knows where he's at. He mm. is a B team slayer, bro. He's going out there and he's taking. I mean, sorry, I'm not not B team slayer. He's new wave slayer, man, because he likes taking out all of Gordon's homies one mm. by one. Mm. Um, he hasn't been successful against the bigger guys. I think he did have a match against Isaac Michelle at mm. that AIGA tournament earlier this year, but uh, even Isaac couldn't sub him, dude. He had a Damn. hell of a hard time with him. It was. A really good match. Okay. What the what check that guy and out? And then and then he ended up getting Oliver Taza. I don't know if that was in IBJJF Nogi Worlds or if that was like uh trials, but he ended up subbing Oliver Taza, Ooh. bro. Yeah. Diego Pato doing it mm-hmm. in the gi and in the nogi, dude. This guy is dangerous, leaving yeah. people hobbling off the mats all the time. So mm. there you have my jujiteros of the year. Guys, I gotta go with the first one just for what he did. Dorian Oliveras. I can't wait to see what this kid does at ADCC because he's meshing the jujitsu with the wrestling. Like he's like, what was that team that was killing everybody with the wrestling for a little while? Remember the Daisy Fresh Squad? The Daisy Fresh Squad. Yeah. This is him. Like he's taking that to the next level. Like he must mm. have been inspired by those guys because he's got that same style, but he just don't stop, and he's got. Submissions. Hmm. I think it'd be Eagles. a close second. I think it's a close second with him and Marigali. Just because Marigali went from like gi, and then all of a sudden this this coming year, he was like, Oh, you know what? I'm gonna do no gi. I'm gonna train a little yeah. bit, I'm gonna go. And then he just like, I got it, you know, and he just fucking has been on a terror. So I, I think he it's started a close jogging second. and now he's like in full sprint. You might yeah, say, no, don't huh? get me wrong. This guy is, you know, is doing great, he's young. You know, he's done something impressive and everything like that. But I think Marigali over the whole year yes. has done a, a little bit or, more. So I, I get to make Marigali on this one. Or, or not only that, because but his accomplishments are a lot higher. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because he's already – he's like every time yeah. Marigali gets on the mats, he's yeah. going up against a number one rank, a number two mm-hmm. rank, a number three yeah. rank. Whereas Dorian, he's still just getting started. Right, right. So I, I could see that. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, Fonzo, you want any? You got a dog in this fight or not? You good? I don't, man. I'll defer. You're just here for the ride. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. We're getting near the end, and I got 
upset of the year 2023 these were the fights that you like you like got up and walked outside and you're like what the fuck just happened in there kind of like this happened so many times me ripping up my parlay card (laughs) cussing the tv out whatever man but each one of these made me super happy including this one man I knew Alex it. Alex Grasso, Valentina Shevchenko. You have to throw this one on there, man. This might have been the upset of all upsets. You know what I'm saying? Israel Adesanya, Sean Strickland. Yeah. Robert Whitaker, DDP. And then the last one, Ishmael Bonfim and Benoit Saint-Denis. Only because of like the level. Like everyone thought Bonfim was just gonna steamroll. San Denise and San Denise was like, "What the nope. fuck do you think you're talking to, man?" All right, guys, upset of the year. Man, all these are just crazy good. Oh man, I'm 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 going I, Strickland. You're going, going Strickland? Strickland? What the? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Just because no one expected he was the underdog completely all around the board, no one expected it. And then he didn't just come back and win. He wasn't like uh, Grasso, where she practiced the move. She knew that it was going to come, and then she got the, you know, got the rear naked choke. This one, he went in there. It was the only person who was like thinking about himself and like cheering himself on. Went in there, dominated this guy, not just by fight, dominated him fighting, standing up in his type of fighting. And then after he said, "You got nothing here in your own game." I'm going to mentally break you. That I'm giving it to the Strickland. Strickland? Mm-hmm. I, you know what? That's I, I, I was struggling with that one because I, I agree with what you just said, and but I'm going to go with DDP and Bobby oh. Knuckles. Just because, dude, like who, who would have thought? I mean, okay, you could have thought, okay, yeah, a DDP might have might have beat Whitaker, but I was thinking decision, you know, something like that. But beating the shit out of him the way he did, that was unexpected out of this whole fight. Mm-hmm. I did not think that Bobby Knuckles was going to go down like that. Okay, okay. That's what made it what the fuck. And I'm like, this is crazy upset. Definitely, definitely. All right. Um, fuck, man. I don't know, man. I, I was I was all set to join Cousin Ann and be like, hey, well, I'm on Team Grasso. <laughs> But <laughs> but after hearing his speech, dude, I'm I'm with him on this one as well. Izzy versus Sean Strickland, man. Dex was the stat. The cards were stacked against Strickland. Mm-hmm. Nobody believed in him. You know what I mean? And Even the crowd didn't like him. Yeah, they didn't. Well, I mean, because they were fighting in Izzy's backyard, pretty yeah. much. You know what I mean? But yeah. leading up to the fight, Sean Strickland was like cool as a cucumber, dude. Like. He was going to get into a fight with some douchebag on the beach before the fight because he was doing Sean Strickland shit. (laughs) Wearing a fucking crocodile Dundee hat, walking around the beach, talking shit to people. Instead of being in the hotel room, studying tape, he's like, no, I've never been to Australia before. I'm going to go fuck shit up. And and dude, they thought that they were going to get booted from the card because the cops got called. Oh, so yeah, man, like this was my fucking upset of the year on for more reasons than just being the fight. You know what I mean? Like he mm-hmm. he crashed the entire 
party, bro. Mm -hmm. But yeah. close second, though, Alexa Grasso and Valentina Shevchenko for sure, man. Uh-huh. All oh, right, yeah. so there we got There we got it. We got two for uh, Strickland and one for DDP. All right, boys. Last category of the year. And this actually isn't even like a category. This is just like a tr more of a tribute, man. I don't want to make anybody cry, but... Uh, Fuck, man, you know how it is, bro. It's like everything comes to an end. You know what I mean? Like nobody gets to be at the top of the mountain forever. And these fighters called it a career in 2023. So, so yeah, man, as I was saying, it's just uh, a lot of people hung up the hung up the gloves this past year. And uh, we want to give them their moment and talk a little bit about what they meant to me as a fight fan. And what they meant to fighting. So let's kick it off. I got a bunch here to share, guys. Bro, personal favorites oh. of mine right here, man. Or on more. Fuck, man. It's hard to talk about this one because it's like it means so much. Like John Salters is like. Mm. Like uh fuck, dude. Jiu-jitsu coach, homie, mm -hmm. fighter. You know what I mean? Like. This was a guy that was teaching us how to become lethal weapons. He was showing us all his stuff. And at the same time, he would go in and beat the dog shit out of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just so cool to see for so long because it was like, dude, that's our friend. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, he he's calling it a career. But, dude, thank you, John Salter. Thank you for everything, my brother. Thank you for the jujitsu. Thank you for the MMA matches. Thank you for the laughs. Uh, but we're excited to see what you do with the rest of your career, man. And also Shogun, dude. Fonzo, I know this was your one of your favorite, favorite fighters earlier on in the day when we oh, first yeah. started watching fights back in the day, man. Way dude, back dude. in the day. How about that Pride GP, bro? Dude. Came yeah, that, out was, of that was exciting, dude. Right? This, and then he came honestly, into the UFC. Watching man. that whole tournament is what like really turned me on into MMA. Like that, that was it. Like that whole tournament was just like, man. It made me a fan. Made Brings a back fan. good memories, man. Hell super, yeah. super good memories. Um, let's keep it going, guys. Let's keep it going. Benson Damn. Henderson, mm. Glover Teixeira, bro. Mm. W. A lot of people don't know this, but Glover was a WEC fighter back in the day. We were supposed to see Glover fight. Gosh, I can't remember the name of the guy. The guy that fought in, out of Visalia. He had the swimming pool place. Oh, he fought in WEC. I think he fought in the UFC one time, but he was supposed to fight Glover for the light heavyweight championship in the WEC, and Glover couldn't make it because his visa didn't get cleared in time. And I was like, "Bro, you dodged a fucking bullet today." <laughs> I remember that. But if, um, eventually, he got his visa issues fixed, and look at what he ended up becoming, bro. UFC. Yeah. Light heavyweight champ, bro. And Benson Henderson, dude. How many times did he, like, dude, did he, uh, I got one question. I got one question. Did you always have that toothpick in your mouth fighting, dude, bro? Right? Yeah, man. I know. That's man. wild. That is yeah. wild. Benson Henderson, one of the most exciting fighters at the peak of his career, dude. I don't give a shit, man. I love watching yeah. him I know Alistair's kind of been like semi-retired because he hasn't been on the scene, 
You know what I mean? But he finally hung it up, dude. Dude, nobody did steroids better than Alistair Overeem. <laughs> took full advantage of it, man. Fucking yeah. shit up in pride. Became a K1 GP champ. Came over to the UFC and just remember when he fucking knocked uh freaking Brock Lesnar's kitties kidneys Ooh. out of his butthole? God. That was a bad dude, man. Yeah. And then, yes. dude, Jorge Masvidal, man. I remember Jorge Masvidal way back in the day. The first time I saw Jorge fight was in Bodog, and he yeah. lost by <laughs> inverted triangle to Toby Imada. You remember that shit? Yeah. Yeah. Eventually he turned it around and, and he he made a career out of him a career out of the UFC for himself. You know what I mean? Carved a niche and became a fan favorite. So uh awesome fighter there, man. And these are the last two boys. These are the last two. I saved the best for last. Again, same thing with Fedor. He should have retired a long time ago, but now he's officially called it a career. And same thing, bro. Like uh, all the way back to Pride Days, man. Yeah. There was nobody we wanted to come to the UFC more than Fedor in his prime. And we missed out, dude. We missed out. Can you imagine a prime Kane versus a Fedor? Ooh, Fedor, Fedor versus Brock Lesnar. Dude, Fedor versus Brock Lesnar is a pride main event that we never got. Yeah. Somebody make an anime of that. Dude, I think. Like Godzilla King Kong. Yeah. That's that for real. That and I think Fedor would have would have would have taken him. I think so, man. I think so. And yeah. uh last but not least, the lioness, bros. The lioness, one of the baddest, if not one of the baddest fighters to ever fight in the octagon, dude. Because she did what you want all chance to do, and that's just beat the shit out of mm-hmm. almost everybody that they put in front of her dude like there was a handful of fighters that made it all five rounds but they got the dog crap beat out of them you know what i love watching like with her fights is just the master class she puts on an asshole you know what i mean like okay the putazos of the year award that, that would have been a man for every fight dude yeah that's it, man. Like the Bless look of her opponent's eye, the look in her opponents after they got done with the first round, it's like, oh my god, I don't want to go back out there. So, yeah, man, thank you to all these fighters and thank you to all the other fighters that I didn't put on this list, but they gave their all and they retired in 2024. Boys, 2023 was an exciting year, man. What a freaking year, right. Ah. Can't That's wait for man. Can't wait. Before we're gonna blow it up even more, dude, because I think we're getting the hang of this podcasting thing kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been three years. It's all good. Takes a while. Takes a while. We're still <laughs> we still got the training wheels on. Hey, thank you everyone out there for listening. Thank you for watching. We got plenty of banger episodes coming for you in 2024. So stay tuned. Gentlemen, anything you want to say before we wrap this episode up, as I always like to say? Yeah, just uh, everybody out there, hope you guys have a great new year. Stay safe, though. Don't drink and drive. Get a donkey or something like that. Because, uh, (laughs) yeah, you need to stay safe so you can continue watching and listening to our show. So, peace.
That's what's up. What about you, cuz? Think he's frozen. <laughs> no, nah, he's good. He, he needs like to let Raymond it go. Agree. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, technical difficulties. <laughs> that was funny. All right. Looks like we got Cousin Ad back. Cuz, what you got to say? Uh, no, man. I just, I'm glad for 2023 to be over. I'm looking forward to 2024. And I just hope that the fights just get better and better. I'm looking forward to it. That's what's up. <laughs> hey 2023 got a little bit a little bumpy towards the end but things smoothed out and i'm really looking forward to 2024 may all your new year's resolutions come true let's hit 2024 like josh emmett hit bryce mitchell that's all we got yeah. look for us oh. on the socials chingasos crew out Peace. coming for you 2024 <laughs>